Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. It is episode 76, and I've got a really cool guest on the podcast today. So this podcast was recorded late last week before Craig went on to compete um, on Saturday, just gone. So if you're listening to this, just as it comes out today on Monday, um, Craig has competed. He's already done. He's already finished and he has turned pro in two different categories, um, which is amazing. He came first in international model and he ended up coming second in fitness model, winning a pro card in both. He also talks about Kiki, his um, his other half. She also turned pro as well. So it's a, it's been an awesome weekend for both of them. This is a really good delve um, or dive deep into the highs and the lows of competing and the highs and the lows of, I suppose, the, the fitness industry in general. And from, you know, I'm glad that we recorded it just before he competed um, so that you could see, uh, I'm, for sure I'll get him on again, um, but you can see a more authentic view of the struggles, um, the difficulties when you're competing. Um, and as you'll hear, he is just such a lovely, lovely guy. It's very difficult sometimes to get across um, how authentic people are on social media, um, especially on, on a forum um or a um you know social media platform like instagram where it's predominantly photos um but as you'll hear throughout the podcast craig is an absolute gent um so i'm excited i'm excited reach out to craig say well done um and give this podcast a screenshot tag us both in it and we will both be sharing on both our stories before we go through, as always, I want to go through the latest review or any review that has come in since the last podcast. And as always, the winner will win a free coaching call with myself or one of my coaches on anything you like. Nutrition, supplementation, training, social media growth, business development, mindset, whatever it is, that is completely up to you. So today's winner is Joshy B. Um, who's given a five-star rating and said superb podcast a great combination of science without too much techie detail nutrition and training information along with some quality mindset and motivational content if there's a better fitness podcast out there i've yet to find it absolutely check these out i look forward to the regular episodes which i listen to on the bike cardio commuting and content is a great way to start a day dude Thank you so much. As always, drop me a DM, hit me an email. We will hook up, get a call in as a thank you for leaving a review. For any of you out there who want a free call worth $300 with myself or one of my coaches, all you need to do is leave a review. Every single person so far who's left a review is getting a call. So take pause it, take 20 seconds out of your day, leave a review, an honest review, and it is highly likely you will win a call. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, screenshot, put it on your story, tag myself and Craig. We will share um, and share the love. If you've seeking value or taken value from this podcast, reach out to a friend, send them a link, 
um, bring them into the ecosystem. Uh, and I hope you enjoy. Yeah, dude. So you said you're having oats, right? Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. After deplete, after depletion sessions and living on chicken and asparagus, man, 80 grams of oats is going to go down an absolute treat. Got, the lemon, got a bit of lemon drizzle, protein powder, going to mix it in. Like I have it down to a tea in my head. Like oh. <laughs> That's P- P- PhD um, lemon drizzle. Oh yeah. It's literally like, obviously because I'm like an advocate and an ambassador for them, I'm obviously going to be promoting, but like, genuinely of course, of for, course. For, well, obviously, for, you know, we, we've spoken about this before for those of you guys who've been following me for a long time. Um, I was a, an athlete with PhD for a long time, so I can attest to their stuff being good. Um, yeah, dude, you must be looking forward to getting it out of the way at the same time. Are you? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's kind it's, I'll put it this way to you. Two weeks out, you're going, I can't wait for this to be over. Two days out, you're going, I can't wait for this to be over. And then doing my last session today and knowing that I didn't have cardio to do in the morning or I didn't have my gym session, it felt like something was kind of missing. It's, it's, it's strange. It's kind of like post-exams when you're done your study and your exams are finished and you're kind of sitting there going, wait, what used to do before this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know what, dude, you've come such a massive long way physically, like from, for anyone who's been following Craig, if you, if you haven't go follow Craig, we'll give you his details at the end, but your transformation dude from, was it January to now? It's just, yeah, it was a, the most I'm going to have post show now I'll have, um, I'll have the full exact 16 weeks up. The most recent one I have up is from, um, it was 12, 12 weeks. Well, it was actually 96 days to be precise. Wow. But um, what it was is that I would always have been very, um, very lean when I, in, in the gym environment. So like from when I started, when I was about 17 or so, I was always too scared to bulk up and stuff. And um, this year I just said, look, I want to make some progress. And for the first three months or so, went bang on, was putting on size. Obviously, bits of fat came along with it and all that, but like strengthened through the roof. And then kind of Christmas time came and my mom was just feeding me and I was I was deciding that I needed four muffins before I went to bed and a litre of protein milk and just... This is so funny. I, I remember you said that like... I just, went, I just went hell for leather with it. And I just said, look, I know I'm going to suffer, but I'm going to drive in as much food as we can. And I kind of wanted to, I, I'd done the clean bulk approach. I wanted to try the dirty yeah. bulk approach. Um, yeah. And like that, I next time round, I'm going to be taking on a very, a very mixed approach of the two. I'm not going to keep it completely clean. I'm not going to go dirty bulk again. Um, I've learned my lessons both ways, keeping it too lean, not putting on the size I want. Then the extent that I went that I was like 104 kg, I think. Yeah, dude, you look you look full though. You look good, you know. Yeah, like at the same time, what what's strange is like I have people and they're going, "That's not you, man. That's not ninety six days ago." There's pictures. I up saw of that. Me. There's people. There, there's pictures up of ninety six days ago and stuff. And I go, "Yeah, but like obviously this was this was me just standing there, show like because I put up the live pictures and everything. Like I was just standing I saw that, there. Yeah. It was it was the first of January, I think ten o'clock or something at night time." And like that, I had Christmas dinner, the whole lot. So it was obviously the worst, the worst I was looking. But like, you can you can still hide it because you kind of got that gym physique. The arms yeah. fill out, the chest fills out, everything fills out. You know yourself, so you can kind of hide the bit of a pudgy belly. But um, yeah. when when you're when you're coming into summer shredding season, it doesn't look too great in a in a little mankini. 
So for those of you guys who, who aren't aware, Craig is actually, by the time this goes live, live, Craig will have competed. So Craig is about to compete in the next few days um, in Pure Elite um, for your first show. Is that right? Yeah, it's my first show. So I'm going for a fitness model. And, Amazing. Uh, I, yeah, no, I'm excited for it. You know, like the type of, the type of build and physique and things I have, we're always suited for kind of fitness modeling the way I've kind of always tried to go about it. That's what, that's where my interests lie. Um, yeah. I, I like how I kind of got into it at the start was, was with modeling itself. And mm-hmm. then I kind of got into the gym and then I said, look, there's actually a market at the moment for the two of them. And a bit like yourself, Chris, like it's, it's something so different, but it, like the, I, like I obviously personally don't know, but the feeling to make a magazine cover where you're going, people are looking at this as kind of like, um, a page view of like nearly a, a brand it's just something that like that i love i've not like yeah. i completely get the kind of um more classic bodybuilding approach and all that but uh just me physically the way i am it'll be fitness modeling would be kind of it's, my more, it's much it's, it's a marketable look you know you're a good looking dude you've got the abs you know you look great it's 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 a much more marketable look obviously i've got friends in in all aspects and you know for anyone who listened to um to the episode last week i interviewed darren farrell who's also from cork i don't know if you've met darren before um he's just turned uh as an ifbb pro in classic physique a uh, uh, classic yeah classic physique so um you know from all ends of the spectrum but I, to be honest with you dude obviously i agree with you like i growing up in cork especially it was I remember, you know, going to UCC, not a million miles away from from CIT, where 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 you are, um, probably most of the year. And my dream was, I never thought in a million years I'd ever be on the cover of a magazine. And I I guarantee, if someone told you five years ago that you'd be looking the way you look now, about to you know head over to to the United Kingdom and compete, and you know you're going to do well and sponsored by companies and stuff, it would just it would just be mind blowing. But you know you're living that reality now, you know. Yeah, I know it's it's something that like um, I like that I completely never intended for it to happen. I sort of got into the gym, and luckily enough, due to I guess I'd be quite determined and motivated. Had a bit of genetics on my side, put on a bit of size nicely started putting up just kind of pictures, little progress things. Next thing I'd put up kind of like, oh, I tried out this arm workout tonight. And kind of my following just kind of grew and grew. And then from there on, it's kind of where my fitness journey began. Then it really drove me on. Um, and even since since the first day we met, Chris, even like that photo shoot um, that we did uh, yeah. back for back for NutriKing. Jeez, when was that? Two years ago? Like Almost. That, that was, that was that was when I was only kind of looking to to start to come into it, um, and after that, it's it's just it's just it was the the taster for those kind of things that really kind of drove me on for it. I, I did look at the very start, kind of going like, do I want like obviously everyone wants to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, they want to be that size or whatever, and I was kind of standing there and I I said, is that really what I want? Is it really the look that I go for? And Mm. it wasn't it wasn't me it wasn't me so this is kind of the fitness model approach that's the whole reason because people keep asking me like oh why didn't you go for physique because like that i wouldn't have the world's hugest v-tape or so like do you know what i mean it was it would always have been a kind of physique category i would have had to go for 
Yeah. Um, and people were kind of going, why wouldn't you go physique? Why fitness model? But it's, it's just kind of where my heart lies. And it's where I have the most interest. And that's kind of why I want to follow it that way. Absolutely. So you, you touched on that photo shoot. So for, for those of you guys listening, um, myself and Craig met on, a, on the set of a photo shoot. Now, let's just put some context to, to the day. I had moved back to Ireland. Um, you know, I'd had my highs, I'd had my lows. I moved back to Ireland, spent a bit of time with my family for about six, seven, eight months, um, keeping my head down, growing my business, writing up my, my thesis for my PhD. And uh, my best friend in the world um, dropped me a message and said, dude, what are you doing today? And uh, he's back in Cork. Love him to bits. He'll never listen to this. But um, yeah, he'll, he'll be never listening to this. But um, for, for those of you guys who you, you will have seen him on my page, to be honest, uh, Reese was a client within the business. Obviously, he's my best friend. And um, he said, dude, what are you doing today? Um, why don't you come along? I'm, I'm meant to be shooting. So Reese has is extremely talented in different areas and um, he started doing photography and he was doing fitness photography. He was taking some shots for me and um, he's helping me with my business and uh, he happened to be helping um, Sean who was launching, um, you know, getting some content for NutriKings, which was a uh, coaching company that was that Craig was signed to. And um, I said, yeah, cool. Who's going to be there? And he said, oh, some models and Sean's going to be there. It'd be good for you to meet him. I'd never actually met Sean properly in person until that point, I don't think. And um, I came along and I saw, oddly enough, funnily enough, yourself and Kiki were there. Um, that was the first day you met, right? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it's quite a funny story really. So I was meant to be doing a photo shoot with, um, with this different girl and, uh, about 10 days out from the shoot, uh, something came up, she had to drop out of it. That was fine. And, uh, Sean messaged me and he said, Craig, do you know any girls out there that like, um, kind of fit the look into fitness, have a good like reputation, all these kind of things. And, I was sitting there and twiddling my thumbs and going, hmm, I haven't oh, a clue wow. who, who, who to say or who to put forward. And uh, next thing, quite funnily, me and my brother were sitting down and uh, he goes, do you ever look on the Explore page on Instagram? And I was like, I'm not going to find someone there. And I pressed the Explore button and genuinely first girl person up on the page, Kiki Fit came up, had a look at her page, loved the way she did everything. Um, obviously thought she was a very marketable looking girl for the shoot um, and I sent on her details and all the lads agreed and I kind of knew nothing else of it until next thing wrapped up Kiki to the photo shoot and two years later she's still my girlfriend so <laughs> that's mad and it's funny dude because after the shoot obviously we went to Captain America's we're having food and uh, we were all chatting and I was like oh Oh, Craig's getting in there. Craig's making some moves. Didn't think anything of it until what a month or so later, you guys were hanging out in West Cork, and yeah, that's gone from strength to strength. Your relationship, obviously, she's competing um, this weekend as well. Um, yeah, that, that, do you know what, dude? It's it must be such a difficult thing, and I know you know in in terms of you know there's there's highs and lows in any relationships, but to go through a prep together from experience with with clients with friends you know any form of um you know relationship i've had with with clients in the past who've been competing and and their their partners been competing it's a really difficult thing but you seem you guys seem to have done really well 
Yeah, it's it's strange. It starts off um, quite easy. It's sort of like a cut. Your your calories are coming in. Your cardio is going up. Everything feels good. You still have your energy. Um, you know, you still have your little thing of yogurt and protein to bring with you to the cinema or whatever. So it's it's not that hard or anything. And then time goes on and it cuts down and it cuts down. And um, you, one of the worst things I found was that uh, because like my category is fitness modeling, I mm-hmm. have to have a, like I'm down to, I think when I checked, there was 4.1% body fat today. Wow. Um, and whereas Kiki's is Bikini Babe um, and, and what is it, Junior um, Bikini Babe. So mm-hmm. her category is more of um, a healthier kind of fuller look. So her depletion and stuff didn't have to be too bad. So my depletion started about six or seven weeks ago when it got real serious, like, and the calories. I'll be honest with you, dude. I'm going to throw this out there right now. Obviously, I've been watching your prep and about seven weeks ago, I was like, oof, he's pushing it fine. He's pushing it fine. But you've, honestly, dude, I can't commend you enough because you have pulled it out of the bag. I saw it was a video. It was either a photo or a screenshot of a video of you the other night doing um doing some tricep extensions on the rope in body image health and fitness and you just looked absolutely shredded yeah it was kind of it, it was a i think because of the point where i started i knew that i was starting at a heavier point and like that my plan was never ever to be ready like i didn't want to be ready four weeks out i didn't want to be ready three weeks out i wanted to be ready the week of yeah. get my depletion carb up and that, that's how it went but like that I'll be completely honest with you I had lads in the gym come up to me just last week and go man when you were six or seven weeks out we were kind of going uh, he's going to have to pull out or whatever but like that I, <laughs> I, just, I just put my head down I just put my head down and I said I just said you know what I'm going to do this um, I'm going to admit I, I've, I've suffered a bit I've had plenty days I haven't wanted to go to the gym I've had a days close to tears just because I had to go to the gym but like you put it in there and you work at it and it's it, it's a strange thing you'll I've never lo- I've never loved to hate something so much in my life um, yeah <laughs> it, it, it's it's strange like if if you put if on the last day of prep you told someone you have to start all over again and do it everyone would go not a hope not a hope but by the next day they'd go okay fine I will because I don't know it's people like structure in their life but like this is this is structure beyond structure I mean this is timed meals this is counting your twists of salt this is like making sure that like when I like at the moment I can still have tea um black which is about one of the one things just keeping me going because my immune system got very like weak and stuff Joe with the food being so low so even you can hear it I probably have I like have a bit of a blocked nose sore throat and stuff and at that, I'm boiling the kettle, putting the water into a shaker, measuring the water to put it into a cup. It's just everything has to be so precise and everything has to be so calculated. And it's, it's completely different because I always, I've always been in shape for summer. I've always had like abs for summer and I've kind of sailed into it quite easily. You know, like yeah. me and Keith Eat often go, look, we'll be smart about this. We'll get ramen and go and get the under 600 calorie meal tonight for our dinner. We can split the tub of brewers. It's only 150 calories each. And there's so many things you can do during the day that just mean that you can have that little treat at nighttime. And it just makes everything so easy. But like 
what how I say it was I was sitting down yesterday and uh, I was just sitting there and I had what had I I had uh, 70 grams of rice and like 300 grams of chicken or something and what I had done is combined like two of my chicken meals and my pre-workout so I was sitting there and I ate it all and my sister goes oh you must be so full now and like even though I had eaten a massive plate of stuff you're just so empty it's like having an empty engine in a car and putting three euro into it if you put three euro into a car with 70 euro into it it makes a difference if you put three euro into a car that's flat empty you're going to go nowhere and that's kind of where I'm at at the moment I'm just just the food that I'm using is literally to get me from point A to point B and there's no time to go anywhere else in between absolutely like you've done so well dude you've done so well and like you know not even just this prep like over the last two years since that day since I met you like it's just been it's been really cool to see you know especially from from my perspective I suppose I'm in a different stage in my my career in 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 the fitness space and you know it resonates massively I suppose with you know, when I first got into the fitness space, the things that I wish I had done sooner, um, you know, the things that I never got to do or haven't yet done, like compete and things like that. And it's pretty cool to see other people from a very small part of the world doing exceptionally well. And for me, I'll be honest with you, dude, I love Ireland. I will always, you know, I will always be Irish through and through, but I just can't help but feel like for someone like yourself or myself, to come from where we've come from to, to succeed in, in, in the areas that we have or are going to, it can be a struggle. And not just because, you know, we're, we've got backs against the walls. It's because sometimes the negative atmosphere in such a small area or a small part of the world can be really suffocating. Um, how have you found that? I, I actually have, we haven't even spoken about this personally properly, um, but you know, how have you found struggling maybe with negativity or coming from a small area like Cork and, you know, as much as you want some people to be supportive, unfortunately, you know, we both know we've both been there that it can often be quite a difficult place to succeed. Yeah, no, I, I completely and totally agree with you. Like that, I don't know how many times we've been met now, Christian, there'll always be like a little comment like, oh, do you know, back in West Cork and everyone's going, what, what do you mean? But we completely know that like, like, man, I remember like even from being when I was younger, when say you're in first year of school and everyone thinks it's so cool, you know, like you, instead of your uniform, you wear a hoodie over it. Right. And, and I, I remember everyone used to wear these hoodies, right? But, it was literally like, this is how bad uh, a small environment can be. That even though everyone had the freedom to wear exactly what they wanted, everyone went two pennies, or Primark if you're in England, and bought identical hoodies in just slightly different colors. And if you didn't wear that type of hoodie, you weren't classed as cool. So they, they, sure. they, like, that's, that's the type of mentality that unfortunately is down here. You can be different as long as you're different is the same as are different. That's exactly and, it, mate. And, and and when you start succeeding and doing something that other people aren't, unfortunately, it, it 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 stirs a form of insecurity in people in the sense that they they begin to start questioning things and they start to think. First of all, people go, "Oh, who does your man think he is because he's doing this?" And then it comes to like, "Oh, well, he's actually doing quite well now. There must be." 
you know, other areas of of him that we can kind of tear down or pull apart or um, and it kind of it, it 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 really does disrupt a form of insecurity in people who then start questioning themselves like well if this guy is doing this well and he's come from the same place i have then why am i not doing something with my life and that really hits people in a in a soft spot and unfortunately their reaction is to become negative um i think you know one of the biggest or or one of the best characteristics or attributes i see in people is being supportive um you know and wishing people well and you know when i see someone doing well you know in a selfish way i go okay what's this guy doing how can i learn from this how can i become better how can i improve what's he doing that i'm not doing i almost use that jealousy like because obviously it's natural to get jealous we're competitive people it's i use that jealousy to try and learn to try and improve very often i'll even message that person and go dude what you're doing is awesome i'm jealous you know maybe how can i learn from what you're doing or maybe we can collaborate and talk and discuss this. Um, whereas, you know, a negative person will go, Oh, you know, such and such is doing this and who does he think he is? And, and it's just, unfortunately, that's just, that's just the way it is in, in small rural parts of the world. Yeah, no, com- completely, man. You, you know, like what you were saying there is kind of, it's, it's, tra- it's learning the difference between, I think being jealous and being envious. So, I, I, I'll never think that I'm jealous of other people, but I will envy them. Like, I go, God, I wish sure. that was me. But I'll do something. I'll try to do something about it. It was no different than, um, is it three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when we were sitting in that uh, restaurant in London? Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. We were sitting there and you just said, how are your client things going, whatever. And I was sitting there going, my clients are going, everything's going quite well. I'm enjoying it. I love doing it. And then I literally, I was looking and I know how well you do it. So I just said, look, this is where I need to go. And I, that's why I want to try and come on and do your mastermind yeah. plan. And before anyone goes thinking it, Chris has not asked me to say this or anything. I genuinely, in the next few months, plan on going and working with Chris to do the mastermind course that he does just because I can, like, I envy how you have literally taken your online coaching and been able to make an actual proper living out of it, which is something that I'd, I'd love to do. Um, something that, we myself and Kiki haven't even announced yet, but mm-hmm. Kiki literally signed her um contract today. So we are moving over to Dubai at the very start oh, wow. of August. So awesome. it's, official, it's official document signed the whole lot. Um and it just means that I'm now looking at I have to really get my acting gear because I have to decide I'm gonna also have a degree in business information systems, but mm-hmm. my heart really doesn't lie in it. Um so I well, dude, I'm, not that you're putting me under immediate pressure, but I can very confidently say right now in front of everyone listening to this, that we can make a massive success out of your business. And, you know, for you, first of all, you going to Dubai with a very, very low level, a very low tax rate. You're in a good part of the world to be running an online business because your tax rate is going to be minimal. Um, I don't know if you know that already, but obviously within the mastermind I go through even things like tax, how I structure my business, where I keep my money, what I do, you know, how my accountant source this and that. But that aside, dude, if I could go back, what age are you now? 22. Dude, if I could go back to 22 and I knew what I knew now, I'd be a millionaire by the time I'm 25, like without a doubt. And 
the reason that I get inspired working with people like you is because I see, a, I, I see, a, obviously we're from the same place. You know, we, we have the same weaknesses. We have the same strengths in lots of ways. And I see a version of me and you that I wish I could help myself when I was that age. Um, and you know, obviously it takes time to learn and make mistakes like I've done and I've grown in terms of, you know, how to structure my business, what to do, where to do this. And if I can impart even a fraction of that to someone like you at the age of 22, um, you know, for the sake of a small investment and a little bit of time on my part and yours to see where your business could be by the time you're not even my age, by the time you're 25 is astronomical. So I'm, I'm really excited. You know, I know you're going to smash the show this weekend. And, uh, and obviously that's a great springboard for us to work towards, you know, when we're structuring your online business. And I suppose to have that sort of level of guidance from someone who's gone through it as well. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited. But so D- D- Dubai, dude, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's mad, man. So like that, we went over there, and to say we fell in love with the place is an understatement. And again, coming back to the whole kind of Irish mentality thing, um, like that, I'm the same as you, Irish true and true. I love the place. I love my spuds and everything in between. Um, I love Ireland as a whole, and I love the people as a whole, but the mentality of the general public unfortunately is something that i've only experienced in ireland um when i like we went to dubai and you go to like even over to gyms and things like that and like you'll even have fellas that are three times the size you come up and go oh man like your arms are really good or oh like that was a sick exercise or geez that's a good weight or whatever whereas like in ireland it's kind of a bit like oh you like your form is your form's off man oh you don't look great today oh geez yeah your arms are good there, but you could really do with a haircut. And it's even since I started prep, like I'll tell you that this is this that the one of the harshest comments that I got out of the whole prep was someone said to me, "Geez, man, you didn't tell me that you're you told me you were doing prep, not chemotherapy." Jesus, man. That 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 said, <laughs> to, said to my face, like when when you're depleted, you're literally like that. I've I've literally been close to tears and had to make Kiki force force me to go to the gym because I just I was like like I genuinely felt like I was embarrassed how I looked I was like god people think I have to look like this I have to look like that I'm so flat I'm so depleted I have no energy and then you're sitting there and it I was just in it was in college one day and I was just just only literally five or six days ago and I was just working away and just someone he just turned and goes geez man you, you said you were doing prep not chemotherapy and I was just going I wouldn't say that to anyone, but it's yeah. just, I, and like I'd class this lad, he is one of my buddies. I know him to four years of college. Um, and like that, he thought nothing of it. And at the time, I didn't say anything. I just kind of went, haha, laughed it off. But like it really hit a, hit a nerve. Hit a nerve, of course, dude. And you know what? It, it, it comes back to, I suppose, you know, when, when we talk about body image in females, like, I know this just doesn't get stated enough. Like us guys are no different, you know, like we all want to look a certain way. We've all got pressures to, you know, to, to look a certain way, be lean, be, you know, have big arms, big legs, whatever it is. And, uh, dude, I know what it's like to diet hard. You know, obviously I've not competed yet, but you know, I can only imagine how difficult that would be. Um, I suppose one thing for me is like, why you've got a, you seem to just have a massive drive 
that um, that resonates with me massively. And I suppose I know where my drive is from. For anyone listening to this and they want to know a little bit more about you, what's your why? What is your reason? Why do you, what gets you up in the morning? And not just necessarily winning a show because my question then is going to be, well, why do you want to win a show? And then you might say, because you want to grow a business. And then I'm like, well, why do you want to grow a business? If you were to keep asking why and why and why, what does it all stem down to? Is it a case of you trying to prove people wrong or is it a case of you just really just following your dreams? No, it's, it, it's really, it's really a thing of me trying to follow my dreams like that. Like that, I, I've never been bad academically wise. I always got good grades, you know, whatever it was. I, I, I did it when I put my head to it, but I never enjoyed it. Um, like that, I, I'm doing, I, I'm, I'm literally in my what, second last week of uh, business information systems and like that kind of got the, degree, got the course I wanted thought I'd love it um like that worked with my dad in summer during summers doing kind of like manual labor and stuff hated that and then I started doing doing the gym and something kind of just clicked with me and I just remember sitting there one of the evenings and um my dad kind of goes oh like you can't you can't expect to just kind of make money off how you look and I said, it's, it's, I said, it's not that. I said, it's not that at all, at all. I completely understand that, like, your muscle f- will fade and all that. But it's what actually I have a passion for. Like, the, the feeling I get when I have to open up my laptop and make out plans for my clients, it's not work. I enjoy doing it. I love getting a check-in and someone saying, I feel brilliant. I feel amazing. Man, I never felt like this. And just taking that little bit of that little bit of happiness from someone else. Um, it sounds so cliche, but it's literally just the, like, if I have to sit down, like I spent a good bit of today now, besides gymming and stuff, studying, because I have exams Tuesday, two days after the show. And like, I, I just hated it. And it's, it's the one thing that every single day, no matter what, um, I was actually saying it to Kiki today, since I joined the gym, this will be my first time ever missing two consecutive days in a row and to be very honest with you there's probably been days where it would have been more beneficial for me to stay at home but it's just a drive that I have I love being in there I love kind of testing your but your body like I understand I completely understand like with exams with everything you can get grinds to help you with exams you can get driving lessons to help you with driving you can get whatever it is to help you in life the way you look is a complete and total direct result of what you put into it, how hard you work. There's no cheating it. It doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, if you're from if you're from Calcutta or if you're from a little village in Duras um, in West Cork. Every single person has the same potential. Um, and it's just it's just something in that that's just kind of spiked my interest. Um, do you know what resonates with me massively and and the one thing that i really pick up of everything is like um for those of you guys who don't follow craig you will be following craig after this for sure because the dude is absolutely shredded he looks incredible um but i'm gonna be honest dude because i've i've been in a similar place it's very very it's 
it's, it's easy for someone to click onto your page and think, oh, this guy's full of himself. The same way someone would have clicked onto my page, you know, in this, you know, two or three years ago when I've thought the same thing. And the truth is this, the truth is that you are just purely using your body and your image and how you look to relay a message. And the message that you're trying to relay is the exact same one that I'm trying to relay is that all you want to do is motivate, educate, and inspire other people. And essentially, you know, you posting photos looking the way you do, or me posting photos the way I used to post, it's, it's, it's nothing about having an ego. It's nothing about, oh, look at me, this is how I look. It's just showing other people what's possible if they really want to achieve their goals. And it's getting attention. And it's not attention because, oh, hey, look at me. What you're showing people is like, if you want to follow me, I will help you. I will completely transform your life. And you're doing that already, dude. And it's, it's, so, it's so exciting to see other people do that, especially at the age of 22. Dude, I wish I could go back to when I was 20, 21, 22, and, and, and know even a fraction of the things that I know now to help educate, motivate, and inspire other people. Um, but yeah, it's really cool, dude. Like, you know, and, and I'm, I've no doubt you get people all the time when they meet you because you're such a nice guy that meet you and go, oh, I thought you, would, I thought you were going to be a bit of a dick because they have that bad perception of, of, of people like us online. Oh, completely. Like the amount of times I get it is, is ridiculous. Um, I even remember there when I started talking on my stories and stuff, um, someone just goes to me, I, like I've been posting with like years now, but I always kind of, I never really talk to the camera because uh, I guess like small, about 50% insecurity, 50% unsure if people actually wanted to hear me. And someone one day goes, why don't you talk in your story? And that was fine. I kind of put up stuff and I started putting up stuff a little bit more kind of messing. And even with my prep, what I've tried to do is I'm, I'm really uh, like an advocate for everyone can be involved in something. Like even though I'm doing prep, I wouldn't class myself as a massive like prep head. Like I don't just walk around going prep, prep, prep. Like, I'll, like, even if you look at my story today, I'm opening the fridge and, like, looking at the stuff I can't have. Or, like, that, if I'm, at, like, the last day, um, it was, like, oh, my coach said to have six eggs after the workout, and I was putting six Cadbury cream eggs up in the counter. And it's just trying to show people that, like, just because I like, I'm taking a picture and trying to build a brand and an image that it doesn't mean that I stand for something that I don't like. I have never once put up a caption where I've said, I am better than you because I went to the gym today. <laughs> I've never, put, I've never put like, do you know what I mean? It's not the exact same as an accountant doesn't go to work and go, well, I worked very hard today, so I'm better than you. It's the exact same thing, man. And like, you like, just like if, if someone put up a picture of their, of their masters on Facebook, you wouldn't say, Oh, what a, what an ignorant person. But if I put up a picture of me holding it, like, um, say, or say not even me, just say someone puts up a picture of them holding a trophy that they wanted to show automatically, it's, oh, look at him showing off. Oh, it, it, like, oh, he only got that because of this. Oh, his dad knows such and such a part. Like, it's just, it's just a way that people kind of have a defense mechanism against this. And sure. I totally get, like, the whole thing of people having kind of a stigmatism towards the gym but like that you don't go into your first day of school with a college degree 
and you don't go into the gym on the first day with your dream physique. And it's the exact same thing. People seem to think that like you have to you have to have a masters before you go into your first ever class. You you don't. You have to start somewhere. And I'm just trying to show people that like I started somewhere. I'm I'm not even like I'm not even on page three of where I want to be in the grand scheme of things I'm better than I was last year maybe or whatever but like in my head I'm I'm still miles behind where I want to be there's so much I want to do so much I want to improve like that when I look in the mirror I don't go oh look this looks great that looks great I'm always just picking out the insecurities and you even know yourself you'll all like people will always say to me like such and such thing looks good or whatever and I'll go oh yeah but if you look here um like I should have bigger side delts or something like that and it's just that people just need to understand that like there's a person behind the pastime absolutely absolutely so talk to um talk to us more about your clients so in terms of your business obviously we've not done a debrief yet we've not gone through um and had a little breakdown but what what sort of clients do you enjoy helping the most do you enjoy you know weight loss muscle gain photo shoot prep, competition prep, or I know you're only just getting into the whole online fitness space, but where do you see your passion line? What sort of people do you really want to help? Uh, like that, I don't, I don't particularly have a set type of person I like to help like that. Um, mm-hmm. I actually had a person today sign up for a 20-week prep, which he'll be wow. starting. He's coming back from Ibiza on Tuesday next. Mm-hmm. And he's starting then straight into it. Um, I have little lads from West Cork who want to try and bulk up and put on some size. I have girls that want weight loss. I have girls who want to gain weight. I have people who have eating disorders, you name it. And I'm dealing with it. But I don't have any type of person I enjoy there's no results I enjoy. Like I don't particularly care if like my clients have the biggest arms mm-hmm. or if they have the biggest, biggest legs. It's kind of, I like if they have the biggest heart, like when they're putting a hundred percent into it. Um, Cause I have clients and they're going, Oh man, I hope I'm not annoying you, but what about this? And what about that? And I love getting questions. I love answering them. I love just being able to give back to them because they've taken confidence in me to get them results. And I expect nothing less than getting them the exact results that they want. So like that, if it's that it's a person who wants to lose one stone or if it's a person who wants to try and turn themselves into the next IFBB pro, I honestly don't mind what it is. It's just as long as they put like actual heart into it. Once they put the confidence in me, then I'm happy to work with them. And anyone that comes to you, you know yourself, they put immense confidence in your abilities and that's kind of what drives me on. That's that's the kind of clients that I, I like to bring on. Um, so like that, um, do I have any preference in prepping like serious athletes or people who are just starting? Absolutely not. I All I want is just people who have an actual interest. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know what? After this weekend, you know, I know you're going to smash it. After this weekend, it's just going to go through the roof too. Um, especially from a coaching perspective, but you know, in terms of you building your knowledge, I know you've been, you've been working with a few coaches this year who've helped you, you know, get in shape in terms of accountability. You know, you're looking, you know, I know you spoke to me about my mastermind and we can discuss, 
um, you know, what we're going to do going forward in terms of business. But that to me says one thing, and that to me says that you're willing to invest in yourself. And unfortunately, there's so many personal trainers, online coaches, aspiring online coaches out there who are turning around to their clients and saying, oh, invest in me, invest in me, invest in me, but they're not investing in themselves. They're prepping themselves, and not that there's anything wrong with prepping themselves, but the point is they're, they're not learning from anyone. How can you expect your clients to want to learn from you if you're not learning from anyone yourself? It's all about the flow of information. You know, I'm, I've got a business, I was just on, the, on, on a call to a new business mentor um, about two hours ago who's going to be helping me take my business from where it is to a seven-figure business. Um, and, you know, I've got Ben Pokolsky, who's one of the best in the world in terms of helping me build muscle tissue. So, you know, I'm in good hands. But the reason I do that is because I know the value and I know how much, it, how much it's worth to invest in other people um, and get a return on that investment. Um, it's something that I said today on my post. I said, like, can you afford not to work with me? And I suppose what I meant by that is for people out there who are stuck, who are going through the same rut, same routines, you know, can you afford to waste another year paying your gym membership, you know, eating all this food, buying all these supplements that probably don't work and you have no plan, no consistency, no accountability. And the question really is, can you afford to not work with me? Um, you know, not in an egotistical way, just because I know the value of being held accountable. You know, you've had this, um, you know, and we're not going to go into too much details about, about, you know, your, your, your coaching situation this year, but you know, you've, you've taken value from, from different people for sure. Some good, some bad, um, you know, some, you know, that you'd recommend some that you wouldn't, but the point is you're going to learn something from everyone. Yeah, completely like that. I, I, um, the one thing that I, I've always, always been is if I know something, I'm very confident in myself. I have no problem sharing that information with people and I have no problems telling someone if I think, look, I know this is right and what you're saying is wrong. And that's not being arrogant. That's literally just being me and standing up for kind of what I believe in and what I know. But when it comes to not knowing things, the first thing I will do is I will ask. Like even with anything to do with my prep or whatever, if there's one, anything that I'm even slightly uncertain about, I will go ask someone. I won't ask one person. I'll ask two people. I could ask three people. I could ask four. Because four people's opinions and four people's experiences add up to one mass of experience in comparison to one or one shot in the dark and I think that's right this could be right well I'm not too sure and then once I do experience it then I have my own experience of it and then I then I know myself but until until then you have to expand your mind to other people's minds you can't you can't as much as you want to be always be right or your opinion can't always be the best or you can't always be in the best shape in the world you have to take it on and take on people's opinions their advice and that's the only way that i know to improve myself and even even with some of the, the clients i've had where they've said look um i have diabetes or such and such and i've gone right look well i haven't dealt with this before but i'll educate myself on it i'll get help on it and are you still happy to work with me? And every single one of them has said yes. And every single one of them has got the results. We've kept them healthy. We've done every single thing right for them. But it was only because I said to myself, 
you've put the confidence in me to give you the results. I'm going to put the confidence in myself to make sure that I get you the results. And I think that's the only way to actually grow and expand. Absolutely, dude. It's all about growth, you know, be it, you know, personal development growth or business growth or, you know, growth in terms of, um, you know, muscle mass, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's, it's, such, it's such a valuable lesson to not be too stubborn to ask for help when it's needed. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So he, uh, there's probably going to be a lot of people listening to this and they're probably listening to this after you've done your show and after you've absolutely smashed it. So in advance of the show, what advice would you give to people out there who are considering competing or maybe even people who are considering doing a photo shoot? Um, you've done many photo shoots. You're about to compete for the first time. What piece of advice would you give to people out there? The only thing I'll say is I am yet to ever do a photo shoot or compete or do anything where I've gone, God, I regret that. I remember the latest photo shoot, I think the picture I put up as my... Um, Dude, that looks after, awesome. After picture, that photo shoot, I had cancelled that photo shoot two days beforehand because I got right worked up, wasn't happy with how I looked, I was stressed, I was everything. And literally, I remember the night at 11 o'clock the night before, 13 hours before the photo shoot, I said, look, man, is that slot still there? He said, it is. I literally went out to the 24-hour Tesco, cooked up all my food, ate about five ton of asparagus just to try to dry myself out, had a nice bowl of oats, and went and did the photo shoot. I wasn't at the peak of my prep. I wasn't as prepared as I wanted to be, but not a single ounce of me regrets doing it. But would I regret sitting here right now and not having that moment captured completely and totally? And like that, that's the one thing I'd say is that if you are going for it, just make sure that you stay going first. Um, I'm yet to meet someone who dropped out of their photo shoot prep two weeks before it and went, God, I'm really glad I did that. Or someone on their peak week who things weren't going well and they went, well, I'm not competing now. And you meet them a week later and they go like, God, it was only a small thing. Like you just stick with it. Um, make sure you want it. That is the one thing I'd say before you start. I know for a fact, um, if I didn't want this as much as I want this, I wouldn't have finished it. Um, it's tough. There's, there's. Uh, I say it to everyone, you, you can't experience it till you go through it. It's mentally, physically, emotionally. It, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of stress. It's, it's a lot of everything. But it's definitely worth the reward in the end and that reward doesn't particularly I don't mean first place in a, a on stage or anything but I mean actually getting yourself to that point pushing yourself to a stage where you went god I'm after really advancing on where I thought I could go or like that like I was saying those sessions where I was sitting at home and all I had pre-workout was 50 grams of sweet potato and 100 grams of chicken and just sitting there going I really don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then I go. And during the session, it was horrible. But once you walk out the door and you go, God, it's done with. It's, it's a, it's an accomplishment to yourself. And I just, like I was saying earlier, you can get help with everything in life, but you cannot, no one can help you with how you look with your body. You have to to work in, you can, you can provide the blueprints. That's completely what we do, Chris. You provide the blueprints for people, 
but it's still they put in the work. Because people say to me, thanks so much, Craig, for getting me into the shape you got me into. And I said, I didn't get you into the shape. I gave you, I gave you the blueprints, you laid the foundations, and you finished that off. Yeah, like, I, it, it, it's, it's not me getting up and doing that session. It's not me doing the cardio for them. It's, it's completely them, the client themselves, or in my case, with the prep, like no one did any ounce of cardio for me. No one did any weight session for me because, because it's not possible. So it's, it just means that you give it your all or maybe think about a different goal or think about a different approach to it. But you just have to make sure that you want it before, before you go for it. That's the only advice I'd give. And once you do go for it and commit to it, just stick to it. You'll never regret not doing it. You'll always regret it if you don't. 100%. Dude, thank you so much. I know you're busy. I know you're drained. I know you're tired. I know you're looking forward to the weekend. Where can people find out more about you and where can people contact you? So my, my best social media platform would definitely be my Instagram. So that'd be Craig J. O'Sullivan. Um, and then if you wanted to email me, craigjfitness at hotmail.com is probably the best one to get me on. Um, and like that, any DMs, anything like that, any emails, I literally make it my sole purpose to make sure that I get back to everyone because I've been the person trying to DM a person once upon a time and then not replying to me. I'm still in that position with certain people. And you kind of go like, <laughs> yeah. it, would only take you, it would only take you two seconds, only two minutes and it, and it would be done. So like that, definitely, um, if you're interested, follow me, get in contact with me. Um, I'll only be delighted to get in contact and communicate with everyone. Um, it, it's kind of, it's what I enjoy doing. It's how I want to grow myself and it's how I want to grow my brand. So to anyone new that is coming on board, welcome. And I look forward to showing you what I like to do. Dude, thank you so much. Honestly, I can't, you know, I can't express enough how important it is for you to talk more on your story. From a business perspective, it's something we'll talk about in your mastermind or even getting your own podcast because, you know, it's, it's so difficult for someone as genuine and authentic as you to come across that way over a platform that is just photos. Um, and to me, you've got so much more motivation and inspiration and education to give people. We just, between myself and yourself with your business going forward, we just need to kind of focus on the best way of doing that because you're an absolute gent dude. So thank you so much for being on board. As always, I'm gonna leave you all with the same quote that I leave you at the end of every podcast. Make the most of today because you'll not get this day again. Peace.